welcome to episode 7 of Revolutionary. This is a special episode discussing the RTE soap opera Fair City. If you do not watch Fair City, or if you have absolutely no interest in Fair City whatsoever, um, and have never heard of it, which you probably haven't, uh, unless you're listening as someone who watches Fair City, then uh, well, you can turn off, because that's what this whole uh, episode will be about, and I'll be doing a special Fair City episode probably once a month. So, uh, what's going on at Fair City at the moment? Well, this week has been a very uh, turbulent week for the Fair City schedule because the World Cup has been heating up leading up to the final, and Orsi didn't put on episodes of Fair City against either of the World Cup semifinals on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, or uh, will they put one on against the World Cup final tomorrow and Sunday? So the only episode this week was on Thursday, and this is what happened. Michael warns Deco not to waste his time worrying about Louise, but Deco is forced to put on a brave face when Louise ends things. Neve can't help but feel hurt when she finds out about Louise and Michael, but Michael's not interested in what Neve has to say. Sean is annoyed after Christy messed him around, and he starts looking for another job. Christy, however, finally reaches out to talk about what's really keeping him from the wedding. Working with Laura and the Helping Hand proves to be more interesting to Ka- than Katie thought it would be, and Callum is getting fed up of the way she's treating him. So, I'm going to start with the last storyline, the Laura-Katie one. So, Katie is the newest youth character in Fair City. She's the daughter of Owen and... Owen and Owen's wife. Um, I will have to check what her name is, because I can honestly say that I don't know. Um, um, Debbie. Debbie. So we've got Owen, we've got Debbie, we've got Katie. They're the new family, the O'Briens. Uh, Owen's big storyline was that he was um, causing some fuss with Dan. I actually kind of forgotten what the cause of the problem was. I I know it ended with Dan. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So Owen went into uh, the station uh, because I believe he caught Katie... Dan caught Katie putting some alcohol in her drink, and he called Owen, and Owen came in, and Owen started making a fuss, and then Dan uh, sort of uh, tried to physically restrain Owen, which resulted in Owen uh, apparently breaking his arm and not being able to drive his cab for four weeks. So, um... Owen is an extremely irritating character. He spends every single moment he's on screen complaining about something, giving out about the government or about Dan. Um, There was also a follow-up storyline where the social welfare people were coming over to check on him because he was doing a little bit of work for Paul while he was getting his welfare, and he was just giving out all the time. Uh, So he's not a particularly pleasant character, but uh, Debbie's okay and, oh yes, and Michael, Michael, of course, is their other son, Michael being the man, the young man that Neve was having an affair with, and he was also the uh, bartender in the club she went to when she thought Paul was sleeping with Jane, she went out to a club by herself, she met Michael, and she slept with him, and then three or four months later, he came to work for Paul, um, unbeknownst to both of them that they would cross paths once again. Um... Michael's an okay character. I really have not enjoyed the Neve and Michael storyline. I can't bear to watch them together, but that's probably because I have problems with Neve, although Michael, 
He is quite a smug demeanor, which is off-putting as well. Uh, so Katie is the sister, uh, the daughter, the sister of the O'Brien family. She hasn't really developed much of a personality over the past month or two, uh, but in the last few weeks she has because she's gotten closer to Callum. They've been watching some zombie films together, and she, uh, Owen has made her go and work in the Helping Hand for experience. She was working there with Laura, and they bonded over uh, a liking of uh, rock music. And then there was kind of a little moment where Katie said, Oh... Boys, you know what they're like. And Laura said, actually, I don't. I'm gay. And then Katie was a bit kind of uh, shocked by this, uh, but tried to give the impression she wasn't. I don't know if that's going to go anywhere, if there's going to be a storyline about Katie being homophobic. I don't really see that happening. We already had a mini storyline with Joe being uh, passively homophobic towards Laura earlier in the year. Um, so I'm not sure if they'll do that with Katie, but it could be interesting. So those scenes were okay. They weren't particularly entertaining. Uh, the Sean and Christie storyline, I I know where this is going, and this is a big spoiler, so if you don't want to be spoiled about what's going to happen with Christie and all that, uh, skip forward 10 seconds. So basically, Christie's going to have a stroke uh, just before he goes to, to Australia for the wedding. A stroke. Okay, so spoilers over. Uh, so Christie and Sean... So Christy told Sean about the whole, um, about how he, uh, the assisted suicide thing with his son, uh, that was before my time watching Fair City, so I can't really say much about the throwbacks to that, but, uh, he told Sean all about that and explained to him that that's why he didn't want to go to the wedding, Farah's wedding, is because he didn't want to have to encounter both Farah and, uh, Renee at the same time, because that would bring up some, uh, negative, mem bad memories and all that. Um, Christie has been underutilized over the past year or so, so I'm glad to see that he's back in the spotlight because he is a good character and Tom Hopkins is a great actor. But I don't really like Sean very much, and this whole Sean moving to Limerick, not moving to Limerick, taking over the shop, not taking over the shop—it's it's boring. Um, so then we have Neve and Michael, Michael and Louise, Louise and Deco. Give me Carrie Ann over Louise any day. Louise is just a very, very one-dimensional character. Um, but when she, uh, basically, Deco uh, was really enthusiastic about going out with her again, she says to Deco, oh, Deco, it's over, and he he uh, does this thing where he says, oh, I was thinking exactly the same thing. Yes, the, the chemistry just wasn't there, and uh, Deco was pretending to be uh, feeling the same way she was, and that was quite funny. I like it when uh, Deco is being funny. Deco is definitely one of my favorite characters. I'd say Wayne and Deco and I like Laura as well. She's Laura's a good character. But Wayne and Deco are probably my favorite characters on Fair City. Um, yeah. So that was basically Thursday's episode. Uh, uh, there won't be a, the next episode's on Tuesday, but already haven't posted the uh, list of storylines for that. I don't think. Two seconds. <clears throat> Here we go. So, uh, this is on the, the episode of Tuesday, July 15th. So, Michael informs Callum he is thinking about leaving Carrigstown. Oh, I hope not. Later, when Callum reveals Michael's plans, Neve is stunned. She pleads with Michael not to leave because of her. 
Meanwhile, Owen is relieved to see the tension between Katie and Callum, and thinks his daughter has finally seen sense. At the same time, Katie focuses on trying to sort things out with Laura. She hides her growing admiration for Laura as her crush grows. Laura's? I'm kind of confused as to what that means. Her crush grows. Is that with Callum or with Laura? Okay, I don't... I'm not quite sure what that... What that implies, but either way, well, it's more interesting if it is Laura they're talking about, otherwise it's just Callum and Katie. Not particularly interesting, but anyway. Um... Elsewhere, Jane is hurt to see that Pete has advertised a job for the hardware shop and confronts him. He informs her that they are looking for a male salesman, but Jane accuses Pete of being sexist. Also today, Christy promises to sort out John's inheritance legally when he comes back from New Zealand. Covering his news, Christy confides in Carol about writing the speech for his daughter. Carol reassures him that whatever he says will be fine. Okay. Um. So that is the... Next episode of Fair City. And, uh... In the last week, actually, they've started to... Uh, deal with, somehow, somewhat, the death of Eileen Coggan. So Eileen Coggan, of course, she played Esther Roach on the series for years and years. She was on it up until January, I'd say, is when her last appearance was. Fantastic actress, really, really great as Esther. And uh, then she passed away at the age of 80 in March and very, very sad and sudden death, and they haven't dealt with her death on the series yet, because it's just too soon uh, to have a fictional character, you know, dealt with that way, although they, did, they do it on American programs, like, let's say, when Cory Monty died on Glee, they dealt with it immediately, but anyway. But this week, uh, she was mentioned, really, for the first time uh, since Eileen Colligan's death, Esther was mentioned, because she just hasn't appeared, she hasn't been mentioned at all. Charlie's been in it, but no mention of Esther. So Charlie started to talk about, uh, earlier in the week, last week, I think, he started to talk about uh, Esther being with her sister in Liverpool, and how he was going to maybe go visit her, and all that. So uh, they're starting to mention her a little, at least, uh, the character. And maybe eventually they will um, have Esther the character die in the program. But I'm sure there'll be a good way yet, which is absolutely fine. Uh, Clelia Murphy, who plays Neve, is going to be on Saturday night with Miriam tonight. Oh, it's already aired, actually. Sorry, I'm recording this after it aired. So, Clelia Murphy was on a chat show tonight. I don't know what she talked about. Um... Fair City's been very well in the ratings. You got here the week ending the 29th of June. The ratings for RT1. Number one, Fair City, Wednesday night. Number two, Fair City, Sunday night. Number three, Fair City, Tuesday night. Number four, Fair City, Thursday night. Now, uh, granted, this was a week when the Late Late Show wasn't on, the Saturday Night Show wasn't on, and Saturday Night with Miriam wasn't on. So there was no big flagship RT show, and there was no Saturday Night Game Show. There was nothing. So number five is a repeat of Mrs. Brown's Boys. Number six is the GAA. And, uh, you know, number seven is At Your Service. So it was a poor week for TV. But still, Fair City got all uh, the top four shows in RT1, and that is very, very good. Um, and Fair City has a new sponsorship deal with Chill Insurance. You may have seen the Chill Insurance uh, little kind of commercials uh, started airing this week before and after every ad break and at the beginning and the end of the show. Uh, these Chill Insurance little... Uh, skits, so make of them what you will. Um, 
So that's it. That's the end of this first Fair City special episode of Revolutionary. I will do another one soon enough. Uh, Fair City airs Sundays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, 8 p.m. on RTE1. Here in Ireland, you can catch up on the RTE player online at rte.ie slash player. The, the Fair City theme music is copyright RTE um, that we played at the beginning. I'll be back with more Fair City in the future. Um, but for me, for now, goodbye.